like maybe it's like 10 to 15 seconds. I don't know because it always says it's recording, but I don't know. Let's I, try. I don't know. But we, we're recording. We're, it's up. It's up and it's stuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's up and it's stuck. It's um, up and it's stuck. Um, so I, um, I haven't been here for a while. Um, but shout out to everybody listening to the This Is 30 podcast. I'm your host, Jernique. You know when I have a hard break start is because I have a guest um, and I don't have enough people here to buffer the conversation. <laughs> so, yeah, it, you know, I've been away for two weeks and I'm actually so happy to be sitting behind the microphone. This is so much fun. Um, but before we start the podcast, I just want to make a few announcements. Announcement number one is that um, I am selling a pair of AirPods. So if you need AirPods, holla at me. I got them for the low, 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 yes. Um, and then y'all, I know y'all might've seen my little business <laughs> venture <laughs> with my Jello shots. Holla at me if you want the hookup on Hennessy Jello shots, um, Casamigo Jello shots, any type of Jello shots you want, I could get them for you. And I could do like molds and do themes and things of that nature. So, you know, holla at me. Um, I'll give you a price, but. Um, holla at your girl. Yeah, holla at your girl. But if you guys hear a voice, a little voice in the background, that voice is Jessica Lewis. Hey, hey guys. <laughs> um, Jessica is here today and. We're going to have a great podcast. I would only come out of my break. You hear my crunching? No, I don't. I don't hear it, but I do hope that you stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't hear it, though. But um, I came out of my little, you know, my little break um, from the world. Just for me. Just for Jess. Just for Jess. Um, so we're going to talk about a lot of stuff um, today. But first and foremost, I just want to say welcome to the This Is 30 podcast. I want to shout out everybody that's on their way to work, coming home from work, chilling in their bed, doing whatever it is they do. It's not Happy Monday. It's Happy Tuesday today. And Happy Tuesday for um, special purposes because we're doing a celebration of life on this episode. Yes. A celebration of life. So first and foremost, Jess, how are you? I am Okay. You was it? Has it been exactly a year since you've been on the This Is Thirty podcast? I um, feel like a little bit more. Oh, I don't. I think by like a few weeks, or maybe a few days. No, you were on in January. Was I? Mm-hmm. Last year you were on in January. I remember because I recorded your episode before I went to Texas, and that was. Oh, in January. you're right. Okay, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's been like a, a year and two months, right. or a year and six weeks. Yes. Um. So how have you been since, you know, the last time you were on? How's life? How's how's everything treating you? How you feeling? Well, from the last time we've been on a podcast with me, the world shut down. <laughs> Very true. Like literally two, a month and a half later. The world did shut down. Right, right. We had all these plans and, you know. I know. I was ready for some things. And I don't know. It just stopped. Yeah. Uh, hey, that's life. I'm telling you, this year or last year was like the craziest year that any of us, I feel like, have experienced. It was just really crazy. It it was. It is crazy. I'm not going to say was because we're still in crazy times. It's not as bad as it was before. Right. But I guess it's our new norm. So we're learning to, like, deal with it and live with it. But. Absolutely. I'm tired of this mask. 
I'm telling you, me me as well. <laughs> um, I'm tired of the mask. Um, but today is March 9th, and um, March 9th is the unfortunate anniversary of a very tragic thing that happened to you two years ago. So now we're celebrating the two-year anniversary. Right. And I'm calling it a celebration because you're still here. Correct. You're still here, and it's a celebration of life. So... Unfortunately, we remember the um, the events that led to us being happy that you're still here. But at the end of the day, the bottom line is that you're still here. And that's a blessing. Exactly. Just um, so blessed. Just so blessed. And that you was just so blessed before, before that happened. Exactly. And it just it still works, <laughs> you know. Um, and now we have, you know, our new little hashtag. Jessica survived it. Mm. <laughs> Make sure you use that hashtag this week because we sell it. We popping bottles all week. We popping bottles because um, in all seriousness, I just feel like what you experienced, um, even for you to just be here with me and talking, you're like so strong. You know what I'm saying? You're so strong. And I thank God that you're here. You know, I thank God that you're here. And it is. It's easy to be somber. I feel like that might be the easy thing to do to like be chill, to want to reflect and all of that stuff. But I feel like it's harder and more, um, I wouldn't say challenging, but it's a, it's a, it's something I definitely look at you and say, wow, she's getting up and she's doing the damn thing every single day. It ain't easy, but yeah, I do it. Okay. For the most part. So, um, does it feel like it's been two years? Yes and no. Um, but for the most part, I want to say no. It don't feel like two years. It feels like yesterday. Yeah, it does. Mm. Um, so for the listeners that don't know, um, I'm going to backtrack so they know. Is that okay? That's fine. Um, and correct me if anything I'm saying is incorrect or if I have, you know. Um, on March 9th in 2000. 19 19 um jessica was involved in an accident um at the um the final hours of a ball right was it a ball or a party it was a ball okay um and a a lunatic um who was outraged and whatever he was feeling um went on like a spree of like driving and he wasn't really paying attention I don't know if he was intentionally trying to harm you. He might have been trying to harm someone. Um, But unfortunately, you were caught in the crossfire. And as a result, you ended up losing your leg, your left leg, leg. your right leg. Um, And unfortunately, you know, since then, you have just had to, you know, adjust to your new normal. Um, so for those of you who don't know, that is what happened to just two years ago. Um, and we're just going to talk about like how she's feeling. And, um, I know she has a lot of gems to drop as well. So I'm hoping that I could get that out of her. I hope I have gems, some gems (laughs) left in me. (laughs) Um, I'm hoping to get some gems out of you. Um, so the first question I want to ask you is what do you remember most about that incident? Well, obviously, you know, the pain um, that I, you know, experienced at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do remember, you know, on the upper side, I do remember having a good time. That night. <laughs> I do. <laughs> so you had, a, you had a blast that night. I did. Okay. Uh-huh. And, you know, it just went left. But 
I mean, everything, I guess, happens for a reason. And it's crazy how, you know, I can sit here and, you know, kind of laugh. Right. Or smile about, you know, little pits and pieces that happened at night. So, I mean, mm. I don't know. So, you say the pain. So, I know sometimes when, like, tragic things happen to people, um, there tends to be, like, a blurred account of what happened. But specifically you remember the pain. So you remember feeling the pain being outside and um, your leg being broken initially. Yes. Um, I do remember, you know, after I was struck, um, the yelling and, you know, me trying to, you know, calm people around me Mm. down because, you know, of the, it was just like a lot of commotion, a lot of noise. And I kind of just wanted, like, you know, silence. But I guess the noise was the one that really kept me up, to be honest. Right. So, okay, so so the shock of the incident, in most cases, or in most people, probably would have knocked you out. But there was a lot going on to the point where you couldn't. Correct. You, okay. There was a lot going on. And I guess I was nosy, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you wanted to know. But, yeah, um... It was a lot going on, and I, like, just hearing, you know, my friends yelling, 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 yelling. Like, I guess that's just me, you know, always wanting to, like, help people. And, like, even even when I'm not, you know, not so good myself, that's me always wanting to help people. So, you know, I was just trying to get her to calm so, you know, I can be calm. Right. But I guess, you know, by that time from the ambulance getting to me, that kind of helped me, you know, be alert. and. Right be able to, to explain to them what happened or and give them that brief well giving them the most important part was my mom's number okay to call her and let her know where I was because I think that was really on my mind as well right was my mom and my kids I don't think that it, you're bringing up like a good point because I don't think that sometimes I think I try to do this when bad things happen I think I try to remain calm right because I'm thinking about other people but I feel like generally speaking we don't think about how much when we're in a frantic, how it could affect the person that's it, actually being affected. Now I know because I'm just looking like that really could have, you know, because had I, had, I, had I panicked and like got aggravated that, you know, people were screaming and like doing so much around me, I think I probably would have like, um, how do you call that? I don't know. You could have uh, incited more stress. Of correct. I probably put myself into shock, shock or something. Right. So, but for some reason, like, I just had, like, this voice in my ear just telling me, calm down, calm down, like, mm. stay calm, stay calm. And plus, the pain wouldn't even allow me to even do anything dramatic, even if I wanted to. On a scale of one to a hundred, where was the pain that a night? A thousand. A thousand. Okay. So, it was bad. Yeah. I've never broken. Have you broken a bone prior to that? Nothing. No, nothing. None. Oh, wow. So, that was, like, your first... It, would you say that that was your first traumatic experience? Of course. Ever. Besides giving birth? Mm. You know, pushing? Right. Yeah, that's the only time I've been in, like, in an emergency room or even, like, on wow. a on an operating table. Wow. Wow. Um, so, moving, like, past the accident and, you know, the initial fears, I want to talk about today. And if, and shameless plug, if you have not listened to, um the prior episode that we did last year, you might want to listen to it because it might offer you some information that you, you might not hear on mm-hmm. this episode. So go take a listen to it. Um, I don't know. I think it was January rewind. 15th. Yeah. Just re- rewind 2020 and you'll see it. But um, I want to fast forward to today. Um, in what ways are you still adjusting to your new normal? 
because you are you are now an amputee and and how has it been adjusting to that new normal oh i'm adjusting every day i'm adjusting physically um mentally and it's i want to say um i want to say for me it's hard because i'm comparing it to my life before my accident because mm. things I would do in 30 minutes might take me an hour. Right. And some things that, you know, would have took me 15 minutes now takes me 30 minutes. So I think I'm looking at looking at it at that. But I'm I'm happy that I'm still able to do it in my own way that makes me comfortable um to get it done although it takes me a little while longer, but I mean I do it. Okay. Um if I can be more specific, um what are some of the like the new challenges? If you can give us some examples, some new challenges that you just hate, like you can't stand about your new normal. Oh man, having two legs. I mean, you know, be able to have a go. Um, I mean, right now I can I can do certain things, but you know, it takes more out of me physically okay. to do it. So I would say the challenge of not being able just to go outside and take for, go for a walk without being tired or mm. having pain in my in my ankle or just going out for a run something that I would I took for granted before right. I look forward or want to do it now. Okay, okay. So um things that you necessarily didn't have to think about or that were just right. you could do spontaneously, you can't really do that. Right. Um yet does yeah um does do a lot of those things if you do want to do them they take like planning like you gotta like set a date yes and um I, and like that's another thing too i'm glad you mentioned that like i can't just pick up and go i have to like half the things that i do i have to arrange you know with someone to help me or like going to the grocery store like something that would take me like let's say if i need like a piece of bread like a loaf of bread I would have to like maybe plan someone like to go with me or grab my daughter. Like, let's go get this loaf of bread with me. Mm. That's and that's kind of frustrating too. And then you also mentioned the physical toll on your body. Right. So like um maybe just walking upstairs or just um walking down the street or walking to your car right. is an exercise. Like yeah. it beyond. Okay. Um, so let's let's switch to the positive. Um and not to mention, you know, our woman pounds that we put on on top of that. Right. So, right. Yeah. Mm. So, um, what are some what are some things that you love about your new normal? And I know that's a weird question, but I think that in every, you know, in every tragic season, there are blessings, there are blessings. that come with it. So, what what would you say? What do you love from this? Your new normal. What do you love about your new normal? From this experience into my new normal, I want to say I love the fact that, you know, I'm an inspiration to others. Mm. And um, and that I can still do certain things, although it takes me longer, I still can do them. And I like the um, the inspiration part. That's that's the, the, the top thing for me. Like, you know, people look at my story and they're inspired, you know, to keep going and just want to do new things. And they see I'm with Just for Blessed Kitchen and, like, how I still get up and, you know, make meals for everyone. And, and just just the inspiration part, to okay. be honest. So, like, um, did you ever think, like, pre-accident that you, that you were an inspiration to people? Um, I, I've heard it. Okay. From time to time, we all hear it from time to time, but of like course. to actually see the world. Right. To me, I saw the world be inspired. So, yeah. 
Right. And then you, um, a few minutes ago, you mentioned like, um, not being able to do certain things like on the fly. And when I said something, you said yet, what is, um, what do you, what do you think is withholding you from being able to do those things, um, completely independently or on the fly, um, right now? Well, basically, it's the physical therapy part. Um, okay. You know, I'm, I'm doing physical, th- physical therapy. Um, it's hard. And that's the part that I struggle with, you know, um, in my whole recovery is, you know, being persistent with physical therapy and, like, getting off these crutches so I can, you know, um, walk independently. Right. So that's, yeah, that's something I need to work on and... Is um is physical therapy something that you do weekly or is it something that um you set your schedule for or um or is it something you just don't like doing? I don't like doing physical therapy because okay. it, it's painful. Okay. Um, and you know it, it's kind of discouraging sometimes mm. um, to see like you know to be honest to be transparent to see that you're or, like you're how your life just pretty much changed. Like you're walking to a facility with people who are disabled mm. and you're like, damn, right. Like, how did I get here? Mm. Not saying that I'm, you know, above anyone or I'm better than anyone that it can't happen to me. Cause obviously, you know, things, anything can happen given with my situation, but it's just, it just makes you reflect on like, you would never th- think in a million years, this is what you, this would be a setback. Mm. So is physical therapy, like the mirror in which you actually have to face um, it's a humbling experience. Mm. <laughs> and and sometimes you don't like dealing with that. Right. Okay. Yeah, I can imagine. You know what movie comes to mind? <laughs> Just Right. Remember Just Right? Have you seen Just well, Right with them? Common and well, Queen, Queen Latifah? Latifah? Yes. yes. And when he broke his leg and then she had to like... Right. Um, and and the the process of physical therapy is like there were some days where he literally just didn't want to get up and, and train. Listen, and that was the difference between him playing again and him not playing again. And let me tell you something. Like I took, I, okay, so I got my prosthetic leg six months after I got released from the hospital, which was in 2019. So the summer of 2019, and from there I was supposed to go to fix physical therapy all the way to I'm you know I'm done with these crutches. I'm walking independently. It got frustrating. It got frustrating to again to like you know to want to do these things that you that you you know would imagine yourself doing or going through. So I took a whole year off. Mm, okay. I, and given what COVID, you know, I took that. I want to say you used that. I used that your, as an excuse. To your advantage. Mm-hmm. But then it wasn't really an excuse because there were some you know some you know setbacks with COVID, obviously, as to why you couldn't go to physical therapy. But like I took that, I think beyond. What I should have took it. Right. And so I started up again and I plan on, I pray. Let that you pray, can be consistent. That I can be consistent. I'm going two times a week now. Okay. And and, and those things that you talk about, um, with good physical therapy, you you do have a future of not using crutches. Of course. Okay. I see people do it all the time. Right. I've right. seen people who actually um, came in the same time I came in. And who are no longer there? Mm, they're they're no longer st- using crutches. They're independent. And he was an amputee. Yeah. Mm, okay. And I have a question. Like, um, do you? This might be an ignorant question. I'm sorry. Um, but when it comes to your prosthetic, do you ever have to remove it, or do you remove it when you're? Is it something that you put on daily? Because I know. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So break I, it down I get for what me. I get what you're saying. So this is another thing that you know my um my therapist my trainer um gets on me about because. 
with your prosthetic, you have to have it's it's your leg now. So right. there's no you know way around it. Um, so in the morning, you have to have the mentality of waking up, putting your prosthetic on, have it on all day, go to bed, take it off. Mm. That's that's an amputee. Like life. my like like my wig. Correct. Okay. Like our wigs. Yes. <laughs> okay. Like our wigs. You don't do anything without it. Right. So this prosthetic is supposed to go on after you, well, before you brush your teeth, you get on your bed, you get off your bed, you put your leg on and then you, you go out about your day and then, you know, at nighttime you take it off and that's it. You can even sleep with a song if you want, but that's just your way of getting your break, you know, while you're sleeping. But right. Mobility. Right. And mm-hmm. that's, you know, that's my issue as to why my trainer's like, well, you know, if you don't put the leg on, you know, you're never going to get used to it. You're never going to, um, you know, um, walk as fast as you as you could. So, these so are the when things you're in the I house, do you not use? I do not uh, put that thing on. So you only put it, use it when you want to, when you need to leave the house. When I'm outside. Mm. Yes. I Listen, okay. I don't want to deal with that thing. And, you know. I have but, a question though. Like, are you able to shower with it? Are you able to do? Um, yeah. Okay. Um, I don't think I can do it with this particular one that I have now. Okay. But I, I am due for another prosthetic leg because it's a whole process of getting it fitted, et cetera, et cetera. And then you know, shrinking of my limb, you know, okay. all that stuff. So right now, I'm due for another one, and that one. She did mention that I can shower with that one. Okay. And do you you use a shower chair now? I do. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, so, so far, so good. Um, my next question is, um, did you, or do you have to tackle any, um, insecurities that have, pre- that have presented themselves, you know, as a result of this? Ooh, Cause we, at drink. the end, of- let me drink. A <laughs> we all have insecurities, you know, Ooh, and, and I, if you're willing to share, I just want to know if there have been any insecurities that have, uh, have been a direct result of this incident or a direct result of your new norm? Okay, so I don't know if I'm going to answer the question right, but but as far as, like, I think this falls into, like, the insecurity topic. So um, anyone that's around me often or, like, my friends, I'm not ashamed, you know, to um, walk with, you know, without my prosthetic. Anybody that, that knows me, that's been around me, knows that. But... Um, the insecurity part, I don't really have much. But again, like the I don't, how do you call it? like the from like how your form is. Mm-hmm. My form, like what my prosthetic like has been adjusted, obviously because you know okay. it's not my real leg, so it's a little bulky. Mm-hmm. So when I wear certain things now, mm-hmm. I don't wear what I used to wear before. I don't wear now because okay. of how I think it may look. Or, so you've had to adjust your wardrobe. I did. Okay. I wear more um, like jumpsuits and pants now because okay. that's just, uh, you know, I'm able to not hide, but not, so I'm not ashamed of anything. Right. So, but it's more of a, I don't know, conscious. Place. Right. I don't know how to, how to describe I it. I think but. that sometimes when we go through things that are on front street, if we can have a way for it to not be on front street. I don't want to be a center of attention. Right. Because right, of right, it. Right. 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 Yeah, so, so I understand that. I try my best to like, you know, not hide it, but. Not to make it as visible to like where people would ask me questions. Right, right. If I'm out, I don't want you to ask me my, questions. Um, my aunt, <laughs> I don't know if you remember two weeks yes. ago. And, my, and I felt so awkward when she was asking you. And I felt so bad because 
Um, but I get that all the time. Though. I know, and and it's crazy because can I tell them the story? Yeah, go ahead. Um, uh, Jessica was here two weeks ago for my birthday party, and my aunt, who's not really like my blood aunt, they're like my mom's best friends. Um, they're African and they live in my building. And my aunt saw me as me and Jessica were coming in the building, and we were carrying a lot of stuff. And my aunt asked Jessica what happened to her leg, but. Um, of course, like in that flash moment, she's never met Jessica before. I introduced them briefly and she started asking Jessica what happened to her leg. And, but she was asking her under the pretense that she broke her leg. Correct. Like not like, I don't even think she could tell that it was a prosthetic, that, that, that it was a prosthetic. So she was just like, what happened to your leg? And then Jess was like, um, I don't know what you said. If you said you got into an accident or you just said you broke it. I don't know what you said, but you were very vague. You weren't too detailed. Right. And then she was like, oh, man, I'm so sorry about that. But her even her final statement was almost like um, like when you get that healed, like, you know, you'll be good. <laughs> right. Like, right. I can't wait till you get your leg healed. And I when when stuff is awkward like that, I just I was just picking up chairs. I'm like, me, I'm it gonna, was uh, awkward for me. So that's why my answer was kind of vague. And I'm just like, OK, right. Cause, and I, I'm kind of used to it, too, because. When last week when I went to the eye doctor, because that was the first time I've been in the eye doctor, I changed I changed my um my eye my my doctor, and the secretary she goes, "What did you do to your leg?" I'm looking mm. like I didn't do anything, and then I guess as she continued to observe what my leg was, she realized, okay. Yeah, right. I asked the wrong question. <laughs> exactly. I I feel like, of course, these people are innocent because they don't know. Yeah, I don't um, take I don't take an offense to it. Right, but it's just like, for me, I just feel like, damn, you. Sometimes you don't even know how an inquiry could possibly be triggering for somebody. Correct. Because um, everybody might not have that mentality that you have, you know, mm -hmm. where you don't take offense to it. Some people that could be overwhelming for them to have to like. You know, and I, I, the type of person, listen, I'm an over explainer. If, if I had my way, I would have sat my aunt down and been like, listen, oh God. don't do that. Like, you don't know, blah, blah, blah. But in that time, it was no time to do that. Yeah, yeah. And I just literally was just like, all right, the quicker I ignore this or the quicker we just get all this stuff inside, maybe she'll stop asking questions. Right. Um, but that was just crazy, you know, and. And when you talked about your choice of clothes and things of that nature, I guess maybe your choice of clothes is working because right. uh, to hide whatever people it is you really feel. People can't really tell whether it's a prosthetic or it's just you. a broken leg. Right. Yeah. Um, right. I get that all the time. Um, so that's that's really cool uh, or not cool. And I even get kids. Like, let's say if I'm somewhere and like I get like little babies that would like want to touch my leg. And I'm like, okay, yeah. okay. And then I'm like, whatever. Man, I, I, I was telling my boss at my second job the other day because I never wear my name tag to work <laughs> and I hate it because I feel like my name is a name that people feel like is a vocabulary lesson. Right. Like people just always want to have a vocabulary lesson with my name and working in retail part time. It has always been annoying to me. I don't want you to me to be ringing you up and you trying to figure out how to say my name. Like I'd rather you just ask, right? Or just don't say. Who cares? I don't want to know my cashier's name. I don't <laughs> like. I've never seen a name. I might 
contemplate in my head like oh i wonder how you say that but never to the point where i'm like how do you say your name is it Janiqua? Right. is it so Janiqua? people have said Janiqua, jernique oh, um Jesus. people say uh, tons of things when it comes to my name but i always get in trouble for not having my name tag and <laughs> actually yesterday my boss made me go get it from my car and when i got it i put it on the bottom of my t-shirt and he was like, I was like, I don't like wearing my name tag up top. I was like, I don't like my name being a conversation right. for people. And he was like, okay. He was like, as long as you have it on, that's cool. And he was like, I understand how you feel. And I don't know why, but your story just made me yeah. think of that. Like where you just don't want to be the topic of discussion. You don't want to, you don't want to talk to people like about certain stuff all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't want that to be the thing. I, Yeah. It's a little frustrating. Can you tell Joanna do not voice note me while we're having, you know, our <laughs> pod? You know, Joanna lives off of voice notes. Like, that's how she, that's the only way she knows how to communicate. Um, um, tell her to text you, though. Um, um, but, okay. So, on to the next one. On to the next. On, on to the next. On, on to the next one. I used to drink Cristal, then them fuckers racist. So I switched go. gold bottles on to that spaceship. There we go. We're going to have another drink or we're going to go babysit. There we go. <laughs> this is, this is, this is journey, guys. Okay. Besides, this is 30. This is her. <laughs> okay, I'm done. She has a rhyme for everything she says. Um, So I want to talk to you about the Afterglow Foundation. Um, listen, first of all, I was ready. Before Corona hit, I was ready mm -hmm. for the gala. Listen, I was looking up. I was, up, so I was looking up too. my fits. I was like, "Oh, I'm finna be flay." Like, I was looking up. <laughs> um, what's going on with the Afterglow Foundation? Okay. Um. So the Afterglow nonprofit organization. Um. Again, so the nonprofit organization was meant to help others with disabilities, such as um, myself. Okay. Um. Not amputees in particular um well amputees was the main focus but anyone who had a disability that, that you know i can assist any any type of way but again with covid you know a lot of the places that i looked into to helping people with disabilities were in the hospitals and like home care facilities mm, okay so obviously we were not allowed to go into those things and i kind of feel bad because like I wanted to, like, still do it, although COVID was happening. I still wanted to do it, but it was kind of hard okay. to, like, maneuver, get around with COVID and, like, just find out resources to find out how you can still help out on a back burner. Mm -hmm. But and I think I didn't push hard enough to, like, get those resources. But, you know, my, my goal is to really get back into it, no matter what, and to find out, you know, because there are, there are ways, you know, you can still help in a nonprofit. Um there are ways you can still help uh, while, if you have a nonprofit without being in the, in the forefront. Okay, okay. So those are things that, you know, I need to, like, again, this is a, it's a new thing for me. So those are things that I need to research. Okay. How you can help, you know, in front and behind the scenes as well. Exactly. Okay. So if I'm, if I'm understanding you correct, a lot of the people that you plan to help are in facilities. Correct. They, they would not be, not to say that you wouldn't want to help like those people who are independent and who have been amputees for years, but your main focus would have been like new people who require correct. a lot of assistance. And 
being that they're in facilities, there's like a limited amount of interaction, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Um, So for now, Afterglow is not on hold, but you're just trying to find new avenues of being able to reach them. That is it. Okay. Um, I'm ready and I'm ready for the gala. You feel me? So we could raise some money to help these people. That's and even this year, even though even though we couldn't have the gala indoors, I wanted to do um, I wanted to do like a walk. Mm. You know, I wouldn't be walking. You guys would be walking for me, but you know, I would have right. been there. And I wanted to, you know, use that to donate, you know, to a facility. But again, still do it. Still put it on the roster. I'm still, you know, I'm I'm in contact with you know a mayor of Orange to try to find out. I did write a letter to him, let him know. You know, with COVID, how can we still do it? Right. Because, you know, I, I mean, know, we did protests I know all and a y'all lot of stuff. would still come out and you guys would show out. Absolutely. I would be there. So, but we need to find a way to do it safely for everyone. And, you know, that wouldn't put anyone at risk. Listen. With this COVID. If I could go to, um, out to eat. I get it. We still do. Week, we still, we still outside. I can, I can still. But are we um, doing it safely? Right. I feel you. Um, but yeah, keep that. I, I like that <laughs> idea. And I feel like. October is a really popular time for walks and stuff. Yes, it is. Um, um, because it's it's cool. September too is a good month. Well, I did um, submit my letter, so um, we'll see what you know they can do. I'm excited, um, and I hope that that pushes through. All right, my next question for you is, um, just so blessed. Hey, I feel like just so blessed kitchen, not just so blessed, but just so blessed kitchen hey. was birthed out of quarantine. It was. Was it? Um. It was birth out of quarantine, but, you know, prior to, you know, quarantine, I used to always, let, let's let, let's start from, you know, how I come from a family of chefs and cooks and people. I who, know about your uncle. Right. Okay. My grandmother before that had a restaurant as well. She had a Haitian restaurant. My dad's a chef. My uncle's a chef. So I, I feel like I come from a family of cooks. A long So line. there was no need for me, you know, not, there was no reason for me not to know how to cook. And it did, it, you know, it. I won't say it was a birth through quarantine, but it was, how do you say? Give me the word. Give me the word. Give me the word. Give me the word. I can't. It flourished. Correct. Okay. During quarantine. Okay. Um. So, but uh, even though you were always this great cook and you were always cooking, what brought about Just So Blessed Kitchen? Like, when did you decide, like, I want to feed people and I'm finna, you know, make this a business? Oh, because um, I used to always cook. I used to always cook, and I used to post my my dishes on online. And people mm. were like, well, when can I get some? When can I get this? Or when are you going to make me this? So mm. I said, okay, cool. I did see some other people doing it. So I said, okay, why should I do it? I know that's right. And that's how it came Listen, about. Listen, everybody was getting to the bag <laughs> <laughs> during quarantine. I wish I would have got more to the bag. Right. Everybody everybody was getting into the bag. It like was. Everyone, It was. Every, it, all I the saw entrepreneurs to right. the left, right. So proud of you guys. You y'all guys, make sure you y'all order some jello thing. shots. You heard me? Order Listen, some jello shots. This is a generation of, you know, not working nine to fives, you know, having our own. Like, right, right. It's not, not wrong with having nine to five, but, you know, you got to have. Something something in the back. No, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. I feel like that's dope because um, in particular, I think that's dope because a lot of times we do our passions for free. Yes. You know, and we don't know we could be blessing somebody else. We could Correct. be giving to somebody else. And you could, you could literally get paid to do what you love. What you love. What mm-hmm. you literally do. So I feel like that's awesome. And, um... I'm not so courageous when it comes to um, 
when it comes to uh, doing things that I love for payment, <laughs> but I always am, I always admire people who do do it because right. it, it nudges me like to I right, yeah. do something or try and do do that or put Open focus those on new that doors on new financial doors. Girl. I'm telling you, no, for real. Um, and how has business been? Is business booming? Business has slowed down a little bit, but, um, you know, I still get my um, people here and there that say, you know, can you make me this? Can you make me that? And I, I love that. And you do catering, too. I do. Okay, for a specific event. So, yes. yeah. Um, catering, private we're dinners. Not, we're not going to do anything. this episode without plug-in. So, just so blessed. <laughs> kitchen, if you need any, um, you know, dishes, any party um platters holla at your girl just so blessed because she got you hello she got you and um you can follow her at just so blessed like you feel <laughs> me like the whole tag everything is one in the same the brand the the name it don't change it don't change um okay so um how do you see yourself like we talked about the afterglow foundation we talked about just so blessed kitchen how do you see yourself expanding both your businesses or any future endeavors that you have how do i see myself expanding um well just so blessed um because of mobility issues um well i won't say issues because of my mobility setback for now i am looking to start a food truck business what i know that's right a food truck um and then eventually taking that you know to a restaurant right and taking it wherever it takes me I'm open, like for, I'm open for it all. I have a question, though, because if I know you well enough, I know that before your accident, um, what was your uh, career aspiration? I was a hoop girl. No, but before that, I feel like you were you wanted an HR professional. No. Oh, healthcare management. Oh, healthcare I'm management. Still in, I'm still in school for healthcare okay. management. And it's and it ties into, you know, the afterglow because again, with healthcare um management, you can work in a facility to help anybody. Okay. So you still want to do that as well? Of course. Okay, awesome. Um, because I was gonna ask um how um the accident maybe set back um work for you you know like um because you did have a regular job in addition to doing like your side hustles you had a regular job and you don't work a regular job now I don't work right now no but I am still in school because it's it's online so give me more time to do that right that's awesome um so you know healthcare management Jesso Bless Kitchen Afterglow (laughs) Foundation if you need a pencil and a pen and a piece of paper, write it down. Write it down. Write it down. Write it down. Or just go follow. Just hit the follow button. <laughs> write it down. Um, okay, so um, your birthday is next month. It is. You are approaching 39. Oh, Jesus. Just kidding. Just kidding. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I need okay. to slow down. Um, you are approaching 32. Um, and, you know, this is the This Is 30 podcast. We got eight. We got eight more years. We got eight more years till I switch the name to this is 40. This is 40. Um, but are, what are you excited about or what? Yeah. What are you excited about when it comes to your birthday, your upcoming birthday and turning 32? First of all, I'm about to be 32. I'm not excited about that. Why Because not? I don't remember being 30. <laughs> I don't remember when I turned 30. Yeah. Let alone 30 when we was in the house. Right, right, so right. So I felt like my life was just... Passing me by, so I need to slow down a little bit. <laughs> right, right, right. But 
If you can think of one on thing. On a positive note. Yes. I want to be a homeowner. I know that's right. Um, And again, start this food truck. I want to open up a business. Yo, the food, the food truck is giving me. I want to do it. I love it. it. Well, we've been to uh, Too Much Sauce. Too much and sauce. I love Too Much Sauce. Like, Geraldine also always tells me that Too Much Sauce needs to be a restaurant. And I know one day they hopefully will. But I love the essence. I don't want that, that the truck food. to go away. Me neither. No, I don't want it. Even if they get a restaurant, I want them to still maintain the truck. Because yes. there's a certain essence and I just, I feel like food trucks is a cost effective business. It is. Like it is. you're not paying mortgage. You're not paying, you paying for your lot. You're paying for your lot. And you're paying for your gas, for your fuel, et cetera. It's a, it's cost effective. And I just, some days are really crazy busy, but on the days where they're having a normal day, I love business. Yes. I think it's awesome. And I, I think that that's awesome. And again, I don't feel like those though we have like you know in the Haitian community you don't have like food trucks. You don't. I saw that post today mm. where it said you know um, we don't have a lot of food trucks in the Haitian community, and I'm like, damn. And that's you know I've said this plenty of times where I want to open a food truck. So I'm like, this is my that would be dope. That go with my inspiration right there. That would be dope. You know, um, a small space also that you could control. Yes. You know. Um, and in addition to that, I just feel like there are a lot of areas in New Jersey that would be willing to um, to house you. Right. I don't know if you noticed, but on Morris Avenue by the library, I feel like there, I noticed probably like two months ago or three months ago that they do a food truck. I don't know if it's seasonal, but I'm not familiar with the area. They they what have a home, they have a, it's actually right by Dava. It's like a little. Uh, across the street. Okay. Um, it's it's Union Public Library Square, Union Center. Um, but they have like food trucks that come, and I've passed by. I haven't visited any of the food trucks that are in in there. Um, when I see them there, but I just think that's so great. Yeah. I love that I, idea. I want to do the food truck. I really do. I I think that's dope. Let me design your truck. Let's go. Let me design. Let's it. get it. Let's get it. Let's let me put it. a. Let me Let's put a rock. It. <laughs> throw, your, throw your diamonds up if you bulimic. Yes, um, you <laughs> okay, so what are you... You I, you wanted to start off with um what you were not happy about, about turning 32. So now is your opportunity. What I'm are you dreading? Old. I'm getting old. You're getting old? Yes. <laughs> Literally, I sat down. I was like, when did I turn 30? Nah, for real. And again, like I feel as though like... Go back to, you know, my old accent. I feel like I was robbed of my 30th birthday. Yeah, it was. Like, literally, I got discharged right from the before. hospital, like, two weeks before my 30th birthday. Mm -hmm. It's just pretty much, wow. Right, right, right. This is 30. This is 30. <laughs> and uh, you know what? This is 30. That phrase, to me, it means something different to everybody. It means so much. And, you and don't for, know even what for you, you did it means... when you started that, you know, that. You, well, you didn't start it, but you know. Well, I own it in you, the state of New Jersey, just so it. we're clear, LLC and things. So be careful with your hashtags. You feel? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But I do own it in the state of New Jersey. But I love it because, again, like you said, it means so much to everyone. Everyone has, you know, a story behind. Right. This is 30. This is 30. Mm -hmm. um, no, that's very true. I never really thought about that because I feel like I had one basic definition for this is 30. Um us living us living according to our own means yes and not like you know you know just us not 
becoming accustomed to this idea that we have to have the home, the car, the husband by 30, the, the $200,000 in the bank account, everything by 30. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's much more than that it is. for you. It's different for me. It's different for the next person is different. And I, the same aunt that I told you asked you in the back. I remember when I first started it, she kept telling me she was like, this is 42. She was like, this is me <laughs> at my age. She was like, the things y'all are talking about, I'm experiencing now and yes. I'm much older than y'all. So this is 30 is really, this is everybody. This is everybody. To be honest, it's really, this is everybody. Um, we gonna add that hashtag. This is everybody. This is everybody. Um, so, okay. I want to talk to you about some fun things, but before we get to the fun things, we're going to play a game. You know the game we play on This Is 30 Podcast. The game that we play on This Is 30 Podcast. I suck at this game every time. It's called Word Association. And it's really called Song Association, but I don't want Elle to sue me for copyright infringement. So I call (laughs) it Word Association. Um, But I love, when I tell y'all I love watching Song Association on YouTube, um, Elle does it with a whole bunch of celebrities. I think the last one I watched was with the City Girls. Oh my gosh. And there's people who don't know uh l the magazine um the magazine company (laughs) um so they do song association with uh celebrities they give you like 15 words and each word you have about i think 10 seconds to think of a song that has the word that's associated with the word exactly so we're gonna play word association with um jess and you know i I already got my words i hope she i hope she don't don't laugh i hope she don't bomb let's go all right, first word is blessed. Here we go. See? <laughs> Here we go. I have so many songs in my head, Jess. Bless. Blessed. Blessed. Yes! That's what I said. Fred Hammond. Yes! That was one of them that was in my head. Blessed. Blessed. <laughs> We're blessed in the city. We're blessed. there you go (laughs) no that was definitely in my head um when i wrote down blessed i also had jill scott blessed because i really love that song i don't know that song um i love that song you gotta listen to it it's so good um but yes all right good you got one point um okay next song i mean next give my point (laughs) next word is wind wind earth wind and fire no not wind but win win Oh goodness! You be catching me off guard, like W I N win. Oh. Come on, this is easy. You have five seconds left. When I don't know, guys, help me out! Help me out! Help me out! <laughs> I can't hear y'all. Hey yo, all I do is win, and ain't that the reason that they really mad? All I do don't is know win, 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 no matter what. Oh, you are so right. <laughs> I thought okay. you would think of that. So sorry. All right, Jess has one point right now. If I was playing against her, I would be winning. But I'm not. I ain't hear y'all. I ain't hear y'all. Y'all, ain't, y'all that's silent. <laughs> I'm not really playing against her. Okay, next song is survive. I mean, next word is survive. I'm a survivor. Hey. Give- oh, guys, hey. Y'all know the song about Survivor by Destiny's Child. You already know. And guess what? You know what G did? That was so cute. So. Let's go back to her birthday, right? <laughs> so, and correct me if I'm wrong, if I'm not, you know, saying it right. But she gave us like little gifts for her birthday. What person do you know give gifts on their birthday? But anyway, she gave us gifts and it had like a keychain that says Survivor on it. 
And it was so cool that if you can, if you open Spotify, um, the app, if you scan the barcode, it it plays the song. It plays the song. And she gave that to me as my little favorite for her birthday. I'm gonna take pictures, y'all can see. So, um, yeah, I thought those were so cute when I found them. It was so cute. Um, because I love. Music. I wasn't expecting them that. Um, y'all know I love music, so I just felt like, what gift can I give them that represents me? but also represents them personally. And so when I get in my car on my keys, I do, you know, scan. I know, that's right. I do scan the barcode, and I listen to Destiny's Child. I'm a survivor. I'm, I'm not going to give up. <laughs> I'm not going to I know singer. Don't laugh at me. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, yeah, I, I thought it was nice, and I thought I, I tried to pick songs that I thought reminded me or something that I knew would be special to y'all, um, like that would mean and something was. to y'all. Um, so... I'm happy. All right. Next word. Word number four. You're two points now. You're not doing too bad. <laughs> You're not doing too bad. Next word is glow. <laughs> oh, God. What? Why did I think that she would use these words? Glow. Glow. Let's sing it, G. Come on. I honestly don't have a song for glow. Wow. Um, I do have a song for blow, though. Blow. <laughs> Beyonce blow is in my head because it rhymes with glow, but I didn't have, I just picked glow because of afterglow foundation. I, I can tell. Yes. I was trying to pick words. You know, I tried to go with the theme of this episode. Um, just let your soul. You know what? You know what? Point number three. Point number three. Did y'all watch Coming to America yet, guys? Did you no. watch Coming no, to America? I did. Not I, didn't. I plan yet. on watching it probably tonight or maybe um sunday i did not watch it yet yeah um but yeah that's good oh my gosh that's good you got that and it came out today listen you got that okay and the last word which is the easiest word of all is love teach me how to love Mm. show me the way to surrender my heart girl i'm so lost Teach me how to love. Yo, I love, I feel like music soul child has like nine songs you could use for the word love. Bruh. Um, but okay, Jess, you got four out of five. We're going to stamp you a winner. Yes, yes, you, you, yes. You might have the highest score in the This Is 30 podcast give history. Give me my gems, give me my um, gems. For, um, for um, word association. So good job. Um, Thank you. Um, now I want to talk to you about the streets. I want to talk to you about the streets. Oh, what is going on in the palos? In I don't the, like the streets. But let's in the, talk streets. About the streets, I want to talk to you about general things. Um, I think that for for us in the This Is Thirty era, those of us who might be single, are you single? Ooh, Chile, I'm not single. I know that's right. I'm not. I know that's right. You so you've been snatched up off the streets, and that's as far as we gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So okay, you're don't not start nothing. Don't be nothing. All right, you're not for the streets. I'm not for the streets. You're not for you're not for the streets like me. I'm not for the streets. <laughs> oh, you're not for the streets. Okay, so we're gonna have to have this conversation from a from a. Not from the streets from perspective. A, yes, from a not from the streets perspective, <laughs> but somebody who who is observing the streets. Okay. Okay. Somebody or somebody who was once a part of the streets. A part of the streets. Uh, once a part of the streets. Okay. So um I'm happy for you, girl. Thank That's you. That's number one. And number two, um, 
I want to talk to you about men and dating, just generally speaking. Okay. Um, you are not on the streets, so that's question. That was question number one. Um, question number two is, what problems do you see in the men and women in the streets, or just like if you could like scope the landscape of what's going on right now for single people or people in relationships? Mm-hmm. What are some of the issues that you see? In the streets? It could be in the streets or or not in the streets. <sighs> it's a commitment for me. Ooh, okay. People are scared of commitment. I don't know why. Mm. People are scared of... I, I would agree. They're scared of... Some of them. Well, what I've seen, a lot of what I've seen, they're scared of commitment. That's all I got. Why do you think people are so scared of a commitment? And is that a man issue or you think that's a female issue? It's a man issue. Okay. They don't want to grow in a, like, in a relationship um, perspective. That's all I got. So <laughs> men don't want to commit. <laughs> they don't want to commit. They don't want to commit. Um, what about women? Let's be reflective. What What issues do you notice or do you see with women in our age range or age group etc etc we love too hard we love too really yes love too hard i feel as though like um and i'm probably guilty of this too you know we at a point where again again this is 30 where we just tired of the dating or it's tired of you know just looking so we we had this mentality you know we're 30 we're getting too old for this i don't want to be dating i'm ready to settle down so Mm. And I think, you know, there is no time frame for that. We got to get that in my, and I, I don't mind our mentality that, you know, by 30, we should be married or. That, that, that's not, that doesn't have to be. It doesn't, it doesn't have, have to, to be. be. No. See, we are in a new era. Like our era has definitely changed. I need to have some kids. <laughs> I get it. I need to be pregnant and barefoot with somebody's baby. <sighs> That's all I care about, like, to be honest. Um, But I feel you. But I don't think, I think women approach uh, dating differently than men. And I know there are some crazy girls who, like, you know, they love too hard too early. But I also, I actually was in a clubhouse um, forum yesterday, and it was about dating. And uh, they were uh, I think some girl brought up the fact that sometimes women date and they're like, once they meet this guy, they're like, all their holes are gone. And it's Correct. like, they're only focused on this one we person, all into it. et cetera, et cetera. And she was just like, you should wait until he shows you that he is worthy of being the only one before you take all your eggs out of your basket. So he's, you know, um, kind of committed. The only, I have no problem with what she says. I completely agree. I agree. My issue is I'm not somebody who, I don't have a plethora of hoes. I don't have hoes <laughs> on the lineup. I don't have. What do we do for the ones who don't have a I don't have any hoes. So when the one comes, and not only do I not have hoes. I don't either. I don't have. I never I'm, did. I'm telling you, I don't have hoes and I don't allow niggas who I don't like to get in my space. If you're in my space, if we're communicating, if we're functioning, it's because I like it's you. It's because I like you. It's because I like you. So act right. So I am going to treat you a certain way or I'm going to be like idly dedicated. Not like 
you my husband or like, oh, this my man. But I'm going to show you that I'm into you. Right. But I'm going to be not even on your body because I'm not even, that's not my personality. But mentally, yes, I'm going to be one track minded. Yes. I'm going to be for you. So it's like, I don't know how to, I don't know how to show attention or not throw away the hoes that I don't have. Yeah. And I, I wish that in that forum that I was in yesterday, we could address that because everybody is not out here just dating several people at a time and just talking to several people at a time. Correct. Some of us is really at home waiting for coming America to <laughs> come into America to the drop <laughs> and doing nothing else. Like literally teaching kids, working at retail. That's it. That's I, all I got. Listen, that's all I got as well. I think we should have had someone else in this conversation. We both on the same boat. I don't know how that, far we're going to get this conversation. Yo, that's all I got. So I was just, um, I was just curious, but I think that your, your issue that you brought up about commitment, I do think that that's, um, uh, a big issue. I, I agree with you with the commitment because I feel like men feel like commitment. I don't, I feel like men have this forever idea when it comes to commitment. And I yes. feel like, dog, if we you like each other at the time frame of our, of our relationship, it doesn't mean that it's going to be forever. Exactly. It cannot, you know, it it doesn't have to be forever. It doesn't mean that we're set in stone. Like completely you, agree. Completely. It just means that for the time being, you gave your all, you committed to that time and we're just going to, you know, make it work. Y'all hear the snaps. We going to make it work. Right. I, I feel you. I There's think that they're afraid. That. Like, I feel like there has to be like X, Y, and Z for some men, not all. Cause there's some, there are a lot of men out here who are willing to commit, but I feel like for some of them, it, there has to be so many things put in place before they're willing to commit. And it's like, yeah. dog, all we got to do is try this shit You're out. Making this I don't surgery. even know if this shit's going to work for me. And it's okay. Exactly. It's okay. If tell it doesn't me. work, tell me what you it's want. It's fine. But I feel like men sometimes don't realize the level or the capacity in which they can receive a woman if it's in the boundaries of a real relationship. relationship. Mm -hmm. You're not, you're never, you're never going to get the whole of her in a situationship. You're never going to get the whole of her in whatever it is you're doing until you give it your all and say, you know what? This is me. I'm in a relationship. And whether it lasts three weeks, one month, two months, six months, as long as you were in that box, she dropping gems, then you could actually, but when we don't put those parameters on it, then you got all these, in addition to the regular issues that happen mm. between men and women, you have all these issues of, oh, I shouldn't say this, or I shouldn't, I shouldn't feel this way. I'm not allowed to feel this way. That was, that was, uh, I've only had one situationship in my life and that was my issue. I never wanted to speak on things because I used to tell myself, Dog, you put yourself in this situation. In this situation. Like, mm -hmm. you're not allowed to complain because you're the reason. I used to tell myself, you're the reason you're dealing with a man you're not in a relationship with. That's what you get. That's, That's what, what get. I used to tell myself. But it used to be a disservice to me because I wasn't expressing myself. Correct. I wasn't telling how I felt. I wasn't, you know, telling him the things that I was experiencing, the things I, I was feeling. I would be in a situation ever again. Girl, one and done. One and done. One and done. P deuce. I'm on One some new shit. I'm chucking my deuces up <laughs> to her. I'm moving on to what's better, better. <laughs> no more trying to make it work. She make me want to say bye-bye. Say bye-bye. 
No, for real. One and done. I'm done. The streets are not for me. The streets are not. They're yo. not. I'm These good. These streets are cold, bro. They're cold. They're cold. You need a North Face. Bruh. You need scarves. You need Timberland boots. <laughs> You need you need gloves. You need it all to handle these streets. You I need don't, new Uggs every I'm, year, bruh. The old ones ain't gonna work. I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm telling you. You need you need to be bundled up in these streets. Bruh. These streets are not for the weak. They're not. <laughs> They're not for the weak or for the anemic. Girl. I can't do it. I can't. They gonna have you in the streets hurting, hurting anybody else. They gonna have us in the hospital. Bruh. That's it. They Mm-mm. gonna have us in the emergency room. I'm good. I'm good. One and done. One and done. Um, you know, I'm finna sit on my couch and watch Coming to America too for as many weekends as I can. Um, <laughs> if that means I don't have to be in the streets. Um, but yeah, okay. So I got to talk to you a little bit about dating. Um, okay, maybe I can ask you a general question. Maybe you can answer it. Shoot. What were the qualities that were present that enabled you to be taken off the streets? Ooh. I do what I do when I can. You Ooh. feel me? What ena- What enabled you? What qualities in your man enabled you to be taken off the streets? The time. Mm. I like I like someone giving their time. Okay, me too. Listen, I like when you give me your time. Don't make me seem like you're just too busy. Because no one's ever too busy for something they want to do. Exactly. So time, attention? Yes. Okay. Anything else? I love attention because I give attention. Right. So I love it. I, I love attention because I don't give attention. No. But I, I reciprocate give, attention. I give attention. Mm. And I like attention. Okay. Anything else? Anything else that that was key to you being, you know, swept off, swept off the streets? That's all I could think of right now. Okay. Time and attention. Those are big, though. They are. Those are big factors. Um, they're huge factors. They make you feel valued. Yeah, as absolutely. A I think that in any relationship, no matter um, what else is going on, time and attention are very key. I, because we I, can get distracted with anything. No, for real. You can get distracted with anything. And time and attention, to be honest, those can. I used to get that from my exes and they, or ex, and they that made everything else not matter. Because right. he was so invested. Y'all listening, in, fellas? Uh, well, don't listen to me because that wasn't a good relationship. That's not something no, that listen I, to, you know, the, the quality. Yeah, quality. But I never really <laughs> had an issue with ever wondering. We were toxic, but not for reasons of like, because he wasn't invested in me. Right. It was more so personal problems and insecurities on his behalf but when it came to time and attention listen listen That's all i was I, the, I was the focal point and I, I can't front that gives you it provides you with a different sense of ease mm-hmm. when you don't have to worry about if a nigga is splitting his time between you and other women next next question Next you, question. You know Jane. what? You know what? Next question. When you said that, you know what I came up with? Mm. I mean, you know what came in my mind? You know the African lady that be at the press conference? <laughs> and like, first of all, she has no edges. <laughs> and her, her hair is braided from the halfway part of her head. And she's like, they ask her something. She's like, next. Next, <laughs> next question. <laughs> and she's like, bye. And she starts leaving. 
that's what that made me think of okay next Bye. so um we are doubling down and we are at the end of this pod and i um to close this pod i wanted to ask you um last but not least um what words of encouragement can you offer others um whether they be in your position or any position even me please offer me some words of encouragement girl well, I am not a philanthropist. You're not what? Is that what you call it? What you say? Philanthropist. Oh, philanthropist. You are, but okay. And I don't know. The only thing I got for you guys is that, you know, follow your dreams. Go for whatever you want to go for. And whenever you do it, show up and show out. I like Shake that. Shake the room. How about I shake Let everyone room? know you was here. All right? No matter what you do, whether it's temporary, whether you know something like, whether it was um, temporary, whether it's something that you did, you know, for 30 minutes, whatever you do, put your all into it. And, you know, make everyone see and know that you was there. You was present. You came up. You showed out. You did what you had to do. I like that. Make your presence it. known. Make your presence known. No matter what you do. Yes. Um, And my... Uh, even though I said that was my last question, um, <laughs> this is really my last question. Is there ever something that you say, do, or read um, that reassures you of the blessing of life for you? Um, like you know, I sometimes I look at my um my um what's that thing called that you make every year? My vision board. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's reading the Bible of a specific verse, but what is it for you that gets you going? Like, like dog, get up. You good. You're good. Get up well, and, and make it through. One verse that I always, you know, um, I actually made a shirt out of this, to be honest. And um, you guys are going to see the shirt really soon. It's from one Chronicles. Um, it's from one Chronicles 28 verses 20. And it says, be strong and courageous and do it. Do not be afraid and do not be dismayed. For the Lord God, even my God, is with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you until all the work is done. I love it. And this it. is why I say whatever you're doing, do it. Because God will never leave you or forsake you. Take me as an example. I know that's right. I know I know that's right. And that's also one of my favorite verses. Um, that verse is actually is repeated several times in the the Bible, and um, uh, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven is my favorite yes. verse, which says the same thing. You know, the Lord has plans to prosper you and to not perish you, and He will never leave you or forsake you. Um, so I feel you. I feel you. Thank you for for taking me out of Lent. <laughs> <laughs> thanks thank for you, having me <laughs> thank you for taking me out of land i hope you enjoyed this talk I really did. um i really hope you enjoyed this talk and those of you who are listening i hope you enjoyed this talk and um i hope you tell a friend to 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 tell a friend that this is 30 is streaming everywhere for you to listen to spotify apple apple podcast iHeartRadio, anywhere you get your podcast, I would appreciate it. If y'all could share, like, subscribe, you know, do everything you can to support the This Is 30 podcast and also support Just So Blessed and everything she does. Um, I appreciate you guys in advance. 
seriously seriously i i love interviewing my friends i love interviewing like people who are in my circle or friends of friends because i know that the goal is to like interview popping people people who are just like have a big following but i think that we 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 are popping yes we pop that's how i feel we gonna get there exactly and even if we don't there's value in our stories. We showed up and we showed out. Exactly. There's values in our stories. There's values in who we are. And I really think we pop in. We make our community. We are who we are. And I love it. I love it. I love talking to my peers and I love, you know, picking them for information, even though sometimes they don't give me everything that I want. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you for listening to the This Is 30 podcast. I will see you on April 5th. That's when I'm coming out of the closet. Pause. That's when I'm coming out. So y'all make sure y'all tune in to um, This Is 30. On March 9th, show me some love. Show just some love. Just survived it. Jessica survived it. Only hashtag that we allowing to hit the Instagram streets. You heard? (laughs) That's it. If you're not using that hashtag, log off. (laughs) Um, log- and I, uh, March 9th is also Jean's birthday. So happy birthday to Jean. Um, happy birthday. Happy birthday to Jean. It's and Pisces. Us, we're pretty great. The Pisces are pretty great. Um, happy birthday, Jean. Um, so yeah, listen to This Is 30 Podcast. And I will see y'all on April 5th. Peace. Deuces. Deuces.